Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 24.1 of the Basement Booker's Podcast. This is Rich, at Rich the Riz. Jerry, at Basement Jer. And we're episode 24.1 because we had a technical difficulty. Um, we had about an hour and a half <laughs> of recorded material, allegedly. It shit happens. Yep. So, get to do it again. <laughs> Because we uh, love it I so just get much. to get I just get to get drunker. That's all right. It's great. Uh, in news and rumors this week, <laughs> I just feel like I'm repeating myself because we did this already. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. News and rumors this week. Um, apparently, the dick that got Alberto Rio fired. His name is Cody Barbieri. Um, he is WWE's social media manager, as listed on LinkedIn and Twitter, and still employed. Ah, that's stupid. It's stupid. It's dumber than the first time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta, we gotta, we have, we have to forget that we recorded because they don't know we recorded. Oh. Our listeners are just like, "All right, <laughs> that's news," because it's new to them. But it's like it, you it's damn old right. hat for us now. You damn right, it's news. All right, um, so some now. Regarding Del Rio's release, some some of the guys backstage are saying that Del Rio had a cocky, negative attitude, which I could see because you know by the time they got to WWE, like or got to his age or whatever the fuck, he's already been wrestling in Mes- Mexico and probably elsewhere. I don't know. I didn't. But is this up. the first time we're hearing about this? Like about his attitude? Yeah, I think I, so. Okay, I don't unless you remember something I don't because I only recently started. Seems a little convenient to me, but whatever. It's true. Um, also, and this would rub people the wrong way. Also, over the past year, he's been saying in interviews that he's looking forward to life after WWE. That's good. And speaking of life after WWE for Del Rio, he is going to be appearing at Triple A's Triple Mania 22 event, which is this Sunday. Um, in addition to Triple uh, A announcer Arturo Rivera, Dorian Rolden, and Hugo Savinovich confirming that, Del Rio <coughs> uh, released his own video saying, he said this in Spanish, I have the translation here, said, Hello, aficionados of Mexico and AAA. The boss is back. What better place to call home than AAA? Thanks to all my supporters, and you guys know there's quality wherever the boss is, and there's quality in AAA. There's no better place to go. See you soon, and God bless you. Is he going to be the John Cena of Mexico? I don't know what the fuck he's going to be. <clears throat> I mean, he'll be the Alberto Del Rio of Mexico. Cool. I wonder what name he'll use. Yeah, because... That's his WWE name. Don't they own that name? Yeah. Can't be Dos Caras, because... I mean, we saw his face. Yeah. He showed his face in the video, which... You know. If you're going to put on a mask, why show your face ever? That's true. Except Rey Mysterio, but... Whatever. Speaking of Rey... Supposedly, Rey might be at, a Triple Mania also. Maybe. Maybe. Or, uh... Sorry. He's, uh... Supposedly going to go to AAA once his current contract dispute is done. Speaking of Del Rio, also, TNA apparently uh, tried to contact Del Rio immediately after a report surfaced about his release. Uh, Word inside TNA says that if he signs with TNA, he'll immediately become their world champion. Yeah. The vultures are flying around. Fresh meat. Yeah, but fucking vultures without much of a bargaining chip. They're like the opposite of Vince McMahon. Like, if you weren't made by him, he doesn't do anything with you. Like Goldberg. <laughs> like anybody that came over. No, oh, except Triple H, Undertaker. Yeah, but Austin. that's different. They were like, yeah. you know, he built them up into stars. Those other guys were stars already. Where they came from, it's like, yeah, you're going to job yeah. out with Triple H. <laughs> Book a T. Yeah, like if he's not responsible for you being big, then... It doesn't matter. I call Booker T got the King Booker gimmick in the E. And then in TNA, uh, him and Kurt Angle and Sting started the, what they call the main event mafia. And he kind of, it was kind of a similar, at least on Booker's end of it, it was a similar thing. He'd have like fucking fruits in his office and shit. And I forgot Booker T was over there. I think he did too. I, I think forgot he that he to. left. 
I forgot that he left and he came back at that Royal Rumble and yes. everybody was excited. I, I don't remember when he came back. I, n- I never cared about that. He was games. one of the... I think it was the 40-man one. It was like a surprise entrant thing when they started doing the surprise entrance. Mm, Kevin Nash came for that one. Uh, well, fucking for a 40-man Royal Rumble, obviously you need fucking 40 guys. It's, yeah. Yes. A little, little bit of math and physics there. Whatever. <laughs> Some shit. Yeah. Um. So, coming off of uh, some uh, news from last week that SmackDown is probably moving to Thursday nights. Um, Smack, if they do so, uh, that might be a problem in Canada because uh, in Canada, uh, SmackDown airs on uh, a network called Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. And they have a contract with the National Hockey League, NHL. And, of course, being Canada, the NHL show is the most popular show on the network. And that uh, network's deal with the NHL calls for weekly hockey games on Thursday nights. Right. So, obviously, that's going to throw a monkey wrench in there. You said, the last time we recorded this, that uh, TNA's TNA, moving to Wednesdays. TNA's moving to Wednesdays. So, my note here about TNA staff being concerned about SmackDown's potential move to Thursday is moot. Again. Uh, but if TNA ends up ultimately losing their spike deal altogether, they're expected to stay around for uh, for a while as a company in general because they do have to meet their international TV deals. That's good for them. On the financial side of shit, Eminence Capital, which is a hedge fund company, I don't, I don't even know what that means. It means uh, they do hedges Guess so. for the side yeah. business. That's where they get the money. Right. Um, they apparently bought 9.6% of WWE's available stock, which is like almost 10%. It's kind of a lot. That turns out to be 4% of the total stock for WWE, and that makes them the biggest non-McMahon shareholder. Hmm. Um, I never heard of these fuckers, but they made a name for themselves when, um, as stockholders for Men's Warehouse and Joss A. Bank, which is not a bank still, um... They actually campaigned to get them to merge. Interesting. And that earned them a whole lot of money. Um, <coughs> Chael Sonnen said on the Talk is Jericho podcast, which I'm going to listen to this week because it's got to be fucking awesome because I love Chael Sonnen. Um, he says WWE called him out of the blue. Joe Briscoe. Yes. Supposedly he was Joe Briscoe as a representative for the E. They called him specifically to tell him that WWE is not interested in using him pretty much at all. And he's basically like, so why are you telling me this? And eventually they kind of got to the point, which was that he said that the rep, I believe it to be John Briscoe, said, quote, well, we think TNA is going to be calling you, and if they do, we want back in the game. So, yeah. We don't want you, but if they're interested, we're going to pay you more than them. Yeah. So they don't have you. Yeah. You could be dancing with Santino in no time. <laughs> Speaking of Santino, um, I didn't mention this this time. I mentioned it last time. Santino was looking to get double fusion surgery, which is going to uh, fix his stenosis, which is his neck injury. It's actually Right now, it's actually so bad it has to get fixed. But that would give him only a four to six month recovery time. So he's hoping to, be, to actually get back in the ring. Only come back if they have something for you, Santino. Please. Yeah. Something good, not just Santino. Or like hanging out with Emma. Out in bubbles. So he wants to be back before WrestleMania, and he really wants to be world champ. Don't we all? Yeah. Well, I guess if you work real hard, and you're a good person, good things will happen. Yeah. I hope. I've got my fingers crossed for him. If he believes hard enough, if he believes hard enough, there's nothing he can't do. He's got the training. Yeah, he does have the training. I mean, they should use him as they. They should make him like the new Ken Shamrock. Sure, the WWE Ken Shamrock, not <sighs> TNA. Yeah, that was awesome. I I always fucking I think get out of my way. I think as far as old school feuds go, like him and Stone Cold, right? No, I'm thinking uh, Shamrock and Rock oh. for the IC title. Remember that match? Oh, yeah. Where Shamrock yeah, won, but then he wouldn't let go. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Speaking of comebacks, Kurt is trying to 
Kurt Angle. Sorry, I refer to him by his first name. Mr. Kurt Angle. Well, we're buddies, so I call him Kurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys are on a first name basis. Yeah, with each other. Yeah. He calls me Rich, I call him Sir. <laughs> so, uh, he's trying to pitch a deal uh, to WWE to return with a deal similar to what Michaels had in his last run, where he'd be working the bigger shows and limited other dates. WWE has reportedly shown little interest in him returning as an in-ring performer. And it's said to be common knowledge backstage that Vince is hesitant on having Angle on his roster given his past substance abuse problems, and Vince doesn't want an Olympic gold medalist tragically passing away while part of his company due to the negative media attention, among other issues, that it would cause. Yeah, that would be a problem. Uh, he's, he's clean and sober now. I believe him when he says that. I don't know. It's fucking Kurt Angle. It's Kurt Angle. If anybody deserves a second or third chance, it's Kurt Angle. Yeah, I mean, even if he wrestles just twice a month, I think that's plenty of time to recover from whatever bang-ups he'll have, so to the point where he won't need to take painkillers. Yeah, put so. him in, in a ring with somebody who's safe. Somebody you know you can trust not to hurt him. Or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, or even give him a taker kind of deal. Sure, why not? Do it. Right. So, Dwayne Johnson's mom and cousin were in a head-on collision uh, over the weekend with a drunk driver. Mom is out of the hospital and expected to make full recovery. No word on the cousin, but probably okay since we haven't heard much. Uh, additional injuries and such. Sergeant Slaughter was hospitalized over the weekend or over the week. I don't know exactly when. The reason for that is still unknown. We will keep up, uh, keep you up to date on that. Plus, as up to date as we can in a weekly podcast. So, we, every week. Yeah, when we hear something, you will hear it next week. I promise. Means you gotta tune in. Yes, so, that's right. Subscribe. There you go. Also, TNA Knockout Rebel fractured her arm in her first match in TNA. She's off to a good start, right? She it was a Bad battle. Fall. Yeah, it was a battle royal. You don't remember from last time, or are you just playing it up? <laughs> a little of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> she fell on the stairs. She fell down some stairs. She fell on some stairs. Oh, okay. um, and this was recorded at the at the Manhattan Center, uh, here in New York, and that's actually going to air in September. Cool. I wonder if it was, was it a knockouts. I hope battle so. Royal. I don't know. Is she doing a male battle royal? Well, she she's part of a. Um, well, does say her debut match? So I guess she was in the match. Well, yeah, I'd imagine. But she she's part of a, a faction called the Menagerie, led by your boy Mike Knox. Interesting. I don't know if they still call him Knox or not or whatever. They call whatever. him Knox because Knox Knox, and he was in the um, Aces and Eights, so he's a biker. Like brass knucks. That's what they call it. Doesn't make that any more interesting. No. I'm just explaining not the logistics. I see. Yeah. This is like TNA pays people mm. to think of this. Well, it's worth every penny. Yeah. Do I have more TNA news? Felt like I had more TNA news before. I don't know. Oh, the <laughs> Claire Lynch. That's right. On Raw. We, we will talk about Raw. In a briefly. Moment, in a moment or three. Pretty briefly, because we did this already. <laughs> um, so, there was a storyline in TNA called the Claire Lynch debacle. I call it that, but... It's, it's debacle? debacle? But it's an A, whatever. Debacle. The Claire That's Lynch the way debacle. I heard it on Right Wrestling one time. I just saw that now. That's probably debacle. This is a debacle. It's spelled debacle. You mean this like is a, tobacco? This, this is tobacco. Like tobacco? Not tobacco. Okay. It would be tobacco, you see? Whatever. Look, I don't know English. Alright, so what happened was AJ Styles was feuding with a tag team called Bad Influence, which was his former best friend Christopher Daniels and Frank Kazarian. That'd be the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. That's the one and only. And... Part of the angle was that they thought they found fucking, like, a hidden message that AJ sent to Dixie Carter. Um, 
And what that ended up being was that AJ and Dixie Carter were trying to get this um, former drug addict help. Mm -hmm. And that former drug addict was Claire Lynch. And so Bad Influence at some point paid her, paid Claire Lynch to uh, get AJ Styles drunk and take pictures with him in bed to imply that he had cheated on his wife. Mm -hmm. And then Claire Lynch started claiming that she was pregnant with his kid. It's fucked up. It was dumb. It was made dumber, because even AJ Styles said in an interview recently that one of the things that failed with that angle was that the actress playing Claire Lynch was supposed to be hot, and she wasn't. Did they go by her headshot or something? I don't know what the fuck they went by, but ended up being stupid. Anyway, so with this uh, Megan Miller thing that Stephanie and Brie are doing, we'll get it's new and exciting. Yeah, apparently there was something that was supposed to be emphasized, but I don't know why it wasn't. It just wasn't. Um, but on Raw, you have to listen closely. At some point, Brie says to Megan, "Did Stephanie pay you?" And and Megan shook her head. So, Wrestling Observer reported originally that that line was supposed to be much more emphasized. And they're just recycling more bad TNA angles. Why? I don't know. It's, it's stupid. I, I guess what they're trying to do with this angle in particular is um, make Dan Bryan look more like the victim. Hmm. That he's hurt, he's nursing a neck injury... And now they're trying to say he's cheating on his new wife. With a chick that's nowhere near as hot. So let's keep us feeling bad. Why downgrade? Seriously, it's... Is it a power thing? Is it because he's not that good looking? And makes him feel, like, more attractive? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. She's an easy mark? I don't know. Uh, but anyway... I'm it, talking like this is a thing. Like, this is a real thing that's happening for real to people. So yeah, they, they pretty much have to go with that storyline that, that someone paid her off to say that. Because otherwise he'd be a heel when he comes back. And it's stupid. Either way. That is dumb. So let me work my way up here in sort of the reverse order I went the first time we recorded this. Um, 2K Sports announced... Why did you tell me to stop talking about that like we did it before? Because they don't know that. And you keep reminding me. I don't <laughs> Dude, I don't remember. We did this already. <laughs> <laughs> we might have... You know... Do we travel if, through timing? If the infinite universe theory applies, mm -hmm. we have done this a million of the infinite amount of times with different variations. I might be sitting on the other side of the room. That doesn't work. You never sit here. Not in this reality. Not in this universe. You fuck it, you're gonna make my head hurt. Let me hold on. Brain juice. Yeah, you take your Ginkgo Ginkgo Maloba. Mr. Loba. Ginkgo Biloba. Yeah, whatever. Alright. 2K Sports announced uh for mobile devices a game called WWE Supercard. Yeah. It's like Magic the Gathering meets WWE. No. No, so you're wrong again. Am I? No, that's actually the first time you've tried to explain it, but I'll tell you. I'll give Go you for it. You have it. The full one. You're line. the WWE Supercard expert of the Basement Book. Well, yeah, it did come out today. I downloaded it. It's um, like a typical card game. If you've ever played like the Transformers one, or uh, there's a bunch of them. Anyway, you get like five cards in your deck. Um, they all have, like, stats, toughness, strength, speed, charisma, stuff. Um, so, like, they'll be random, like, they'll say your character with the highest charisma and speed. You pick that one, and then your opponent picks theirs, whoever has the highest wins. Okay. Uh, there's different tag team ones, there's, there's all sorts of ones. You can like, purchase booster packs with your money. I think, I didn't try it, but I know there's a money model involved. There always is in these things. But, uh, if you win a match, which by the way, you got, it's three, there's three chances for you to win or lose. Uh, two out of three you win, obviously. If you win, you get to pick two cards, like you get to flip over two cards randomly, and it's a ran, two random cards. You lose, you get one. 
It's 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 easy. Uh, if you have like multiples of one, you can make the card stronger. Whatever. That's it. That's the game. It's free. Try it out. There it is. I gotta type in WWE Supercard, and somehow it's number twenty nine on my list here. And Rich DeRiz is about to download it right now. That's right. So, uh, yeah, try it out. We Why do I have Rock and Hogan as, like, right here, as the fucking faces of this game? It's random. Like, I've had Hogan on the front, Triple so, H. So when I first started, it was Triple H. So I got a part-timer and an old-timer. Yeah. Together, they're a part-time old-timer. Ooh, after 2,307 reviews, gets 4.4 out of 5 stars. That's pretty good. Install. Giggity. I think I'm going to get it on my phone as well. Why wouldn't you? It's going to be link accounts, right? Yeah, but the thing is, I didn't link it through my Facebook. I linked it through my Game Center, which is only iOS, as far as I know. Hmm. So I'll do it Facebook also, so I can cross the streams. It'd be nice to have some of them, <laughs> you know. 48 megabytes. Oh, low battery. God damn it. It's fucking what? up. I'll charge it. Cut off my no, background data. Data here. Shut off my background data because of that. Okay. You can put it on airplane mode. That saves battery. It's still downloading. Oh. Alright. Well, if you use Wi-Fi, I think it uses less. Alright. Ah. Uh, and that's the game. Cool. That's it for... Oh, more budget cut news. Last week, during the budget cuts... Uh, Unspecified number, but three to five creative team members were let go, including the senior vice president of uh, creative, Eddie Feldman, and Kevin Eck, who, in August of 2011, actually left his job at the Baltimore Sun for WWE. Oh, they'll get like a severance package. Yeah, whatever. And also regarding the cuts, uh, Torito was not imported into Australia for their tour there. Do the cutbacks. Ah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. WWE has signed ROH guy Kevin Steen, who's Canadian. Mm. Probably watches the NHL on Thursday nights. Most likely. Up there. Regarding that, Dean Ambrose has been asked to stop using the running cannonball into the corner, so that'll be fresh for Steen's debut. So I guess that's that's his move. Hmm. He's got to move, he's got a thing. Sheik, Iron Sheik, was invited to Raw for Hogan's birthday celebration, but he wasn't feeling well enough to tra- travel from Atlanta. I think it's a safe thing. I mean, he might have put Hogan in the camel clutch and made him humble. Yeah. Can't have that. No. I mean, the Sheik created Hulkamania, so, you know. And Brock destroyed it. Yeah. Full circle. That's right. Imagine having them both there. I mean... At that point, I mean, by proxy, Brock destroyed the Sheik. Hmm. I don't know. Sheik would probably make Brock humble. I doubt Uh, CM Punk has been confirmed for WWE 2K15. It's obvious that this whole thing's a work. A masterwork. I-, I would love if it is. Yeah. I mean, they don't edit out the CM Punk chance for AJ. Why would they? It's organic. WWE apparently has scrapped, unfortunately... Their uh, redo of the Nation of Domination. I don't know if I. I don't think they would have gone the same direction with it. Because no. Xavier Woods is uh, really is not like Farouk at all. But I think he's just. I don't think it had to be a heel faction. He could have been uniting them for a common goal of bettering each other. Why does it have to be about doing heel stuff? It could be about. Brotherhood. I don't think it doesn't have and to be raising that. each other up. Instead of the man, the man, I'm talking to you, the man tearing them down. And most of you. That's right. But whatever. <laughs> you know? I, I just, like, I understand the reasoning for the Nation of Domination comparison, but... Oh, because they're black? Exactly. And they're together as a team? They have to be the Nation of Domination? Well, that, that's what I'm getting at. I think... That they wouldn't have been anything like the nation. I don't. I think people should start referring to them as the Nation of Domination do-over. I think they should have been the Xavier Woods faction. That's it. Just because the, they're all black. The Woodsman. That's it. No. <laughs> Jeez, that would be bad. <laughs> what, the Woodsman? Yeah, it just, it sounds dark. <laughs> remember, wait, you remember when Seth Putnam had that side project 
called Impaled Northern Moon Forest. No. Yeah, he had a. Sorry, Seth Putnam was the lead singer uh, before he passed. Was the lead singer of this band called Anal Cunt. If you like, uh, what were they? Thrash metal? No, they were. Um, it was ridiculous. They had the best seven second song ever. Either way, look them up. If you're into what, what the fuck was that style called? I didn't. I thought they were just assholes fucking yelling and was shit. It, was it thrash? I don't, thrash something. You're asking me about music. I don't know the fundamentals. I'm not I know what I like. I like songs. I like instruments. I like the combination of the two. I like background dancers. Anyway, so he had the side project. Yeah, he had the side project called Impaled Northern Moon Forest. And just something about it, besides the whole moon thing, besides the moon thing, just, just seems really dark and, I don't know, just racialist. <laughs> the woodsman. I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. I didn't call them woods boys. Oh, yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> so, woods boys. I don't know. Do I have any other news? Did I, did I say, talk about Santino? You know what? I don't think you have any more news. <laughs> I think you covered everything. I think so. Alright. <laughs> Alright, you got, you got Raw. And now we're going to do the Raw Lightning Round. <laughs> Everybody watch Raw, right? Because if you're listening to this, you had to have watched Raw. I hope. If not, you didn't miss much. So it opened up with uh, Paul Heyman and the Beast Brock Lesnar. So you just said if you didn't watch Raw, you didn't miss much. But then you're talking about one of the best segments of the freaking year. Well, at... Yeah, <laughs> I guess the first segment is the best, because Paul Heyman rapped, and awesome. you should probably check it out. I'm going to try to put a clip of it on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Yeah, WWE.com actually posted the lyrics to Heyman's rap. That's pretty cool. They also did a poll on uh, which was better, uh, Paige's poem or uh, Paul Heyman's rap, and uh, it was 50-50. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was it's sketchy to me, but it was fifty fifty. I I voted Heyman. I voted Heyman too. So I think I don't think Pages was that bad, but Heyman's was just ridiculously good. No, it was because it was a rap, it wasn't a poem. Oh man, it's it's different. There's a difference. There is a difference. Tupac wrote poems. She said it was a poem. <laughs> um, and and Heyman doesn't do poetry, so uh. They mentioned, you know, the Extreme Rules match. Cena did win, but he won the match. He didn't win the war. And Brock was at like 50% because he had the, uh, Diver Diverticulitis. Oh. Uh, <laughs> which is, it's actually pretty fi- a dangerous, uh, thing. Like, it's basically like you, your intestine is like ripped or something. And yeah, there's, there's you're a whole... shitting on your insides. Exactly. And that's fuck. First of all, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Second of all, I mean, just think of. How does that happen? It's like I don't know. Does that have to do? I don't poop? think I want to know. It, like, I, I don't know. Big poos. I don't know. Anyway, uh, friend, friend of the wife's had that. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, man, I, I don't. Well, he's at a hundred percent now, and he has to make excuses. He's not making excuses for him. Yeah. But he's gonna fuck Cena's shit up. So there's that. He's going to diverticulate Cena. Um, Roman Reigns had a handicap match against Rybaxel. Uh, he won by disqualification. Yeah. So then he talked to Renee, basically saying, yeah, I'm going to win. Right, Portland? Yeah. Oh, no, he said he was going to, what's a viper with its teeth smashed down his throat? Oh, yeah. A worm. Not like that, the way I said uh, it, but that's kind of what he said. Yeah. So, um, then Scotty Too Hotty came out and did the worm, and Roman Reigns did the Superman punch on him and knocked his teeth down his throat. That didn't happen. It could have. So, wait, worms do have teeth? Now they do. <laughs> Which, look, I don't know. I'll get by proxy intoxicated from you. Nice, let me drink more. Yeah, you do that. I will. Um, so the next part. Of this exciting edition of Monday Night Raw. I use the term uh, loosely. After Roman Reigns wins that stuff. 
Um, you do Seth Rollins and RVD. Curb stomp. Yep. That RVD is curb stomped into the next week. I remember thinking like he actually curb stomped him. It looked like his fucking face actually slammed. That's him. how well RVD sells. That that was pretty good. I guess so. Um, so then uh, Seth Rollins is leaving. And look, it's almost as if he's expecting something on stage. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Dean Ambrose successfully pulls off a Shockmaster <laughs> and attacks him, jumping out of a present. Uh, chases him down to ringside, chases him off. I think he said something about nine ninety nine <laughs> uh, for SummerSlam. And I wish they'd stop doing that, but they're not going to stop doing that. Nope. Stephanie McMahon does the Lynch... Angle point two. Uh, It's nonsense. It's really nonsense. Uh, She's a physical therapist that was helping Daniel Bryan through his uh, surgery to get him better. And apparently they had an affair, which I don't believe because she's nowhere near as good looking as... It's probably just a happy ending. Yeah, I mean... It's all out of proportion. A a happy ending is... (laughs) A happy ending hardly constitutes as cheating. (laughs) She's doing her job. Uh, you don't opt out of it. I he was agree. in a possible situation there. I know, right? This is a test to see if the wife listens, by the way. Okay. <laughs> That's good. She hasn't been. So, that being said, that was pretty funny. So, yeah, uh, she's like, let's do summer... S- oh, she slaps the shit out of her. Bree slaps the shit out of that lunch, not lunch... Physical therapist. Something Miller. Slaps her down. Goes after Steph. Puts her in a terrible yes lock. I was hoping she'd for real break her arm. But she didn't. She's leaving. Steph's like, Let's do summer slam tonight. Ah." (laughs) And then Priest's like, Yeah, let's do it. And that's later. Um, Jack Swagger beats Cesaro. Cesaro tapped out. Sad. Um, I think Lana showed up, maybe. Probably. Did they talk? Did they? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it says they let Lana talk this time. Oh, yeah. Good, I guess. Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt do their sit-down. Michael Cole is told to leave by Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. And what else do you do but piss your pants and leave? <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt does a good promo about, uh, Jericho saving us or some shit. About how he knows everything about Jericho, but Jericho doesn't know anything about him. Mm. And he tries to educate him. Uh, watch the fucking thing yourselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll fucking tell you guys. You fucking know. You watch this shit. <laughs> this is I'm a not lot gonna put you through that. This is a lot fresher the first time around. I know. <laughs> but, uh,. AJ Lee versus your girl, Eva Marie. That's right. Ended in a win. Again. All read everything. Yeah, she gets the roll up. Doesn't that make her the number one contender? Theoretically. Uh, theoretically, right? Not gonna happen. No. Uh, you know, due to, uh, Paige's shenanigans. She was skipping. And she did a poem. The poem at the end. I don't know the words. Look it up. I don't remember the poem. So, um, that happened. Did she say frenemy? I think she said it. it. You're not supposed to say it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, AJ was pissed and kicked the shit out of Eva Marie, but hey, she's fine. Yeah, she walked off. So she's good. Yeah, she's good. Not selling, though. So, then we have Dolph Ziggler versus Heath Slater. And Heath Slater, once again, gets another victory due to Dolph Ziggler being counted out Miz shenanigans. Yeah. He didn't want to make that a Miz... Opportunity. Oh, nice. You didn't say that. No. Because we had rehearsal, apparently. (laughs) Um, Slate is going to slate. Randy Orton took on the (sighs) United States champion. Oh, he's got a belt. That's right. Forgot about that. Sheamus. And uh, Sheamus lost after he tried to do like a, for some reason, off the top rope something. And Orton turned it into an RKO. Yeah. And then uh, he got a pop for that. Well, sometimes Seamus does a like a shoulder tackle from the top. He should stop doing that and stick yeah. to what he knows. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. And uh, we had the celebration of... Wait, so was Randy Orton the number one contender for the U.S. title? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that should be his next endeavor, right? After 
SummerSlam, he should be facing Sheamus for the United States title on Raw. That's right. He'll probably win because he's going to lose it. Wait, so, oh, he was he fighting SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah, his friend is just so blah. He's, he's so forgettable. I, what? I don't know. I don't have all day to fix his ass. Um, he just needs to stop shitting in people's handbags. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're back with the uh, celebration. Hogan turns 127. <laughs> yeah, he gets called up there by uh, Mean Gene Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart's already in the ring. Uh, everybody's at the stage, all the superstars, including even Marie, just fine. Yep, standing there just fine. Pat Patterson was there, too. Yes, Hulk Hogan, like, called him out for something. Yeah. Like, even you, he's like, even you, Pat Patterson, it's like, why even him? Because he's gay, or, I don't, uh, I don't know. Hogan's a jerk. I guess What a dickhead. Okay. He's like, I, I even like gay guys, it's like. I, I guess not that there's anything really... wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Although I've heard some things. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah, him and uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. First of all, you call yourself that intentionally. That sounds gross. Yeah. So the Love Sponge. Yeah, he's gone though, right? Isn't he like nobody now. He was nobody before. He was just a fucking like hocus puppet. It's a fucking radio show host. Yeah. Uh, who, who are we? We're chilling in the basement. Yeah, but we know what we are. And then uh, we don't pretend to be anything. I mean, what's the point? We don't have really famous friends. Sure we do. You're famous. Oh, yeah. You're famous. See? We're famous. Okay. All right. We have 69 Facebook followers who agree with us. That's right. Probably more, but I think that's a better number. We also should subtract ourselves from that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> no, no. See, I follow you. Jerry is a fan of Basement Chair, okay? He's two different people. And Rich is a fan of Rich the Riz. There you go. I guess. Okay. Alright, so it turns out it's like a Hulk Hogan, this is your life type of thing. They do like a really cool video package, which, which was awesome. Yeah, if they do ours, it'd be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, Ric Flair came out. Woo! Uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Epic mustache. That epic stash is, that deserves its own entrance. It does. And he, he was kissing all the chicks. He kissed your girl. He did. And, uh, um, right. that was great. I forgive him, he's Mr. Uh, Wonderful. Piper came out. And then, With uh. The psychotic look on his face. Yeah, he, 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 wanted to he, he fuck was ready to up. go. He was ready to go. It's like WrestleMania 1 all over again. Yeah. They really wanted to fight at WrestleMania 30. Well, Piper did. Yeah. Piper wanted to set something up, but they're like, yeah, we don't want to do that. It's, it's, it's crazy that with that, uh, like, it's not, it's not from beer because he's sober now, but that beer gut that he's got that he's in better shape than Hogan. Yeah. So, then, uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash come out, NWO Union. Black and white. Uh, mean Gene hands the mic to Kevin Nash, and Kevin Nash is like, that is supposed to go to Scott Hall, and Mean Gene's like, look, man, I gave you the fucking mic. Take <laughs> the fucking mic and do what you want after that. <laughs> My shit's done. Okay? So, he he, Mean us. Gene's like, I got one job, I'm doing it, damn it. Yeah, he gives this mic to Scott Hall, and he goes, hey, yo, NWL stuff. Uh, he's like, you, you know, the running yellow's alright, but don't you think you look better in black and white? And everybody's like, yes. And then he rips open his shirt, it's NWO. Then Kevin Dash is like, I'm not good at singing songs, I'm gonna sing you Happy Birthday. And then he goes, ha, and then Brock Lesnar comes out. And I'm like, no. For the love of God, Brock, these men have grandchildren. (laughs) I'm afraid for them. Oh. Brock comes out, tells Hogan, time's up, Grandpa. Oh, except him eyeballing all the guys. Well, yeah, he eyeballed everyone. It was great. He fucking was, like, staring him down and shit, and he fucking shoulder-blocked fucking, I think it was Piper or some shit. Something. That was scary. 
And then uh, and you he, said before that uh, Scott Hall was hiding behind like Mean Genius. Yeah, he was hiding, which was good. He's you know he's doing his thing. Like I'm too sober for this shit, man. Yeah, man, I can't handle this. <laughs> freaking me out, man. And then Super Mario, I mean John Cena, comes out for the save. Yeah. And that closes Raw. I give that a Brett the Hitman heart four out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I liked the uh, closing segment, the the Hogan celebration. It was cool to see all these old timers, especially Paul Paul Andorf's mustache. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. God bless him. Uh, may he live for a thousand years. It's all that bleach he used to fucking inject into his ass. Yeah, man, it preserved him. Mm-hmm. Although it looked like for a second he thought he was, you know, it was still like the eighties and shit. He kind of aged the way um, Lex Luger did, like. If you notice, Luger's head is roughly the same size, but everything else is just shriveled. Yes. He looks really, really, really weird. Steroids like, I, are bad. I can't look at his neck. I can't look at fucking Lex Luger's neck. What? It's neck? gross. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, it's not like a Kurt Angle what neck where it's all muscle. No, it's, it's like a toothpick. It, yeah, it's... Uh, like a bobblehead? Uh, He's a bobblehead. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to get stuck and... Uh, Alright, so, SmackDown. Uh, we haven't watched SmackDown yet since it's still Thursday, even though it's... This Smack- show will not post until Friday night, so it's safe to say it's fine. Alright. So, well, I'm just saying, we didn't watch. Yeah. So we don't have our own reactions. We're not, yeah, we don't have, like, legit reactions. Yeah, we're just working on, off of... Uh, Cliff notes, pretty much. So, Ms. TV opened the show. Uh, Ms. said something about uh, wanting to mentor Roman Reigns. And he won't let Roman Reigns talk. He just, like, keeps rambling. He's doing Roman Reigns a favor. But eventually, Roman Reigns punches him in the face, and then Roman Reigns talks. He says he's gonna, he vows to beat Orton. Did he throw... He probably said something about believing in him, because he's Roman Reigns. Not believing, unfortunately. Oh, if Roman Reigns had the power of belief, there's nothing that would stop him. Then we had a match that I definitely wanted to tune in to see, which is Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro. Oh, for sure. Supposedly, it was a pay-per-view quality match. I mean, without even knowing that, I want to see it. I don't doubt it. I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking Ambrose Mark. Oh, I know your wallpaper <laughs> was was him without a shirt. No, 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 <laughs> no. It was the United States of Ambrose, and it has him with the U.S. title. Oh, on his shoulder, okay. in the White House in the background. I'm sorry, that was your phone wallpaper. Yes. No. <laughs> Stop speculating. And it had uh, it's an explicit Ambrose violence. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I need to replace that. I still have that wallpaper. Got to replace it because he's not the U.S. champ anymore. Because 30 days or something. Shame anyway, was, there were a lot of uh, this is awesome chance. Uh, Cesaro took a beating most of the match, apparently. Dean and Ambrose hits his finisher from out of nowhere. Nice. So, Seth Rollins comes out on the ramp, says, we'll find out Sunday who the better man is. And says he was never his friend or his brother and doesn't give a damn about him. Compelling. Backstage, I guess, Miz wants Roman banned from Miz TV. Okay. Alright, it's your fucking show. Yeah. It's like, who are you telling? Not like the commissioner. <laughs> right? She's not telling Commissioner Regal about that shit. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. So, uh, Corporate Kane says it's Roman vs. Miz tonight. Then we had Dolph vs. Titties. And whoever wrote this said that, uh, Titties O'Neill is huge but moves like his back hurts. Ah. <laughs> Maybe great. it hurts from carrying all that muscle. Yes. No, probably not. Bigger than me. I don't care. He's also a foot taller than you, almost. That's true. He's not a foot taller. He's kind of jacked. He's in great shape. Yeah, he's in great shape. Um, Dolph wins with the zigzag. Heath Slater is mad at his tag team partner, but nothing happens. There are some Slater chants. Then Luke Harper versus Mark Henry. Uh, quick match. Henry goes to slam Luke Harper, but uh, Roman... Ro- Rowan. I can read. Roman Harper. Rowan. Eric Rowan... Hits him with a boot for a DQ. Corporate tag team Kane comes out and says, a tag team match is what's best for business. So then we get uh, Henry and Show versus the Wyatts. Uh, apparently there was some heat on Big Show for being the biggest guy in the ring. That's probably going to get edited out of TV. Of course. It's a funny note here. 
I guess this guy was sitting really close to the ring. He said, one production guy is on Facebook while another one is playing Tetris. Nice. <laughs> well, they probably see these matches all the time. Like, the same ones, right? So, study your fucking craft. I'd watch that shit all what the time. What do they do? They're production guys. They produce the show. That's nothing to do with what's going on there. Oh, man. It's really good how that camera angle was. So, why, why are they at ringside? What are they doing? Besides... Being on Facebook and Tetris. Looking busy. They're supposed to be tweeting. Guess so. Uh, Mark Henry got the hot tag. Baby faces went clean. The finish happened when Mark Henry lifted the guy up. Big Show gave him the knockout punch before the world's strongest slam. Not bad. Sounds fucking intense. So that's a tag team. Yeah. They're together, are they big strongest man? The big strongest man show? Sounds dirty. The strongest man show punch? I don't know. The Super Show Slam. Big rematch. Oh. Big rematch. AJ vs. Eva Marie. Alright. Got some CM Punk chance. Um, gotta watch for this. AJ, uh, tore out an extension on... Doesn't say if it was her own or, uh, Eva Marie's, but whatever. Hopefully Eva Marie's. Guess what? Paige came out skipping, AJ tackled her, and got counted out. Eva Marie wins. Number one contender for the Women's Championship. Uh-huh. Um... Page hits a page turner on AJ, and this person said that the streak of that move looking terrible continues. So I guess it's it's not a great looking move. It's unique, and that we've never seen really seen anything like it before. But it's a sweep, and sweep the leg, man. It's like a sweep and half sent on. Bo Dallas versus Jack Swagger. Uh, Swagger. One with the ankle lock in a minute. Bo tapped out. Rusev and Lana come out. Ooh, That's when they Rusev. let it okay. Lana says Rusev is going to dedicate his flag match win to, to Mr. Vladimir Putin. So Vladimir put it in her. He wishes. Fucking everybody wishes. Off TV, Bo explains why he lost, but forgives the terrible ref. No shame in losing swag, but he believes Rusev will crush swagger. Now, I'm not cool with that, because... He's an American. Yeah, I mean, it's not just a heel supporting heel at that point. It's different. It's fucking... There's party lines. There's national borders to talk about. Yeah, what the hell? Like, I'm okay with, like, if at the pay-per-view he helps Rusev win, because he's pissed at Swagger. Right. But, don't just fly out support him. No, you just shouldn't. It's different. It's one thing to be anti-Swagger, it's another thing to be pro-Rusev. Good point. Uh, Reigns vs. Miz. Roman was lolling about punching Miz in the face. Reigns goes for a Superman punch. Miz bails out uh, to save his moneymaker. And Ziggler stops him in the aisle. Roman hit him with the Superman punch and the spear for the pin. And then Kane sends out Seth Rollins and the Whites to kill Roman Reigns. Ambrose and Sheamus run down to help. Giant brawl, Kane joins in. As usual. It's corporate Kane. Seamus boots both Wyatt's. Roman punches Kane and Bray. Spears Kane again. Faces pose. Roman Reigns, standing tall. Yes. Smackdown. I mean, the Raw rebound. (laughs) Pretty okay. A couple good matches. Once I see the matches, I'll have an actual rating. Yeah, I mean, that epic AJ Eva Marie rematch. Yeah, it sounds epic to me. (laughs) One for the ages. One for the pages. Mm. 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 And now we get down to the nitty gritty. Our favorite part. Predictions. Alright, here we... Last page. So, you want to pick first match to talk about, or shall I? You're going to have to uh, run off the matches. Alright, so pick which one you want to start with. Cena, Lesnar? Sure. Alright, Lesnar. John Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Mainly because I'd like to see him win. It'll be nice to see him win a big match besides um, uh, the Taker match. I just think this all. is the best time to put the title on him. I agree. Also, I think it would be bad to have him break the Undertaker streak and then lose anything. Yeah, that's true. Because then it's wasted. Yeah. He should be a juggernaut just plowing through people. Yeah, and as we know, it's expected and rumored that he's going to get the belt to SummerSlam, or maybe the night after. 
Mm. Uh. So I'm going to say my prediction is Lesnar's either going to win the belt at SummerSlam or the, or Monday on Raw. That's mm. what I'm saying. Okay. So if he so if he loses on uh, at SummerSlam but wins on Raw, I'm still right. What if he wins by disqualification? No belt. I'm saying wins the belt. Oh, the belt. That's okay. That's what I'm saying. He's going to either. Not win the belt. He's either going to win the belt at SummerSlam or he's going to win the belt on Raw. Gosh. Ooh, good the one. next match. Bray vs. Jericho with uh, the rest of the other Wyatt's band. Bray Wyatt. I'm going to say he's going to be. He's going to win. Um, Jericho gains nothing. Ditto. Bray Wyatt wins. Ditto. Clean. Bray vs. Stephanie. Uh, is there a stipulation in that match? I wish. As long as Triple H is not the special guest referee, I'm going to go with uh, Brie Bella. I'm going to do the same. But, you know, of course, reserving the right to change our vote if any stipulations come into play. Yeah, true. Flag match. I'm going to take the unpopular road here, and I'm going with what I believe in my heart is the right thing is Jack Swagger. Hmm. How's that the unpopular road? Because Rue says no. You know, he's... They said it before. I, there's no shame in losing to Swagger. No, I know. But I just... I just think Swagger deserves to win, and I think we need him to win. I agree. I, I mean, I just wanted to hear your reasoning, but um, I think it's Swagger's time to win. Yeah. I think Swagger winning will continue the feud. Rusev winning will kill the feud. Yeah. Because this has been a build-up for Swagger. He's, like, he's been built up from, alright, he's a colder guy, to now he's got a purpose. The fans are behind him. Fans are fucking firmly behind him. I think more firmly than ever. I think he should be. I think he is, um, he's a bigger face right now than he ever was, face or heel. And it's all thanks to Zeb Coulter. That's right. And, well, Rusev. Yeah, of course. Coulter didn't do it. I mean, Coulter, Coulter's helping as a fantastic mouthpiece. Yeah, Rusev is a very big part of the reason. Mm-hmm. I, don't think they, I don't think they expected that. I honestly don't think they did. I don't think they expected his reaction to be that positive. The reaction to him to be that positive. Um, next we got... Battle of the Frenemies. I know how much you love that word. AJ and Paige for the Divas Championship. Uh, either way, I win. So, I'm gonna go... Yeah. I'm gonna go with... I want the feud to continue. Mm-hmm. So I'd like AJ to win it. So, I'm gonna go with Paige Shenanigans. Hmm. Um, I think... I think Paige winning would continue the feud. Then it would make it one and one and one. If AJ wins, take you know, the take it on into night night of champions, I guess. Yeah, if AJ wins, then it's like okay, Paige got the jump on her, and then AJ won two in a row, and that was. What squash. if she wins by disqualification? Like she could be possessed by the craziness, and she won't break a hold or something. She hasn't displayed a lot of craziness lately. Okay. Except when, when Paige called her crazy. She's got how many losses to Eva Marie? That's it's gotta different. be fucking with her, because Eva Marie is terrible. That's not, that's not a factor. You don't, you don't go after the bad wrestler just because okay. she's a bad wrestler or not. Cause she's, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't not go after her because she's a bad wrestler. What's the next match? Unless you haven't decided. I you haven't decided, decided yet. I, th- I, think I'll, I think I might come back. I have... Page marked down. Take your time. I'm going to go with AJ. Okay. I'd say she retains. I like what you said that maybe she'll go a little loopy. Um, so I'm saying AJ retains. Not necessarily wins, but retains. That's all in good fun. Randy and Roman. <sighs> Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, fuck Randy Orton, seriously. I'm tired of his ass. He I mean, gains nothing from winning this. You think, you think Randy won't get DQ'd? Hmm. That's a possibility. But I like Roman Reigns to win legit straight cover. He is—he needs a win. When was the last time he won anything? 
Oh, at a pay-per-view. One thing bugs me about Reigns, and it's actually something you, we, you said earlier about Eve Marie. He's not great at selling a whole beat down. Hmm. Like, he comes back too damn well. Like Samoan. Only get you so far. Maybe he's like a Saiyan. It's only, there's only been two Samoan world champs. Isn't a Samoan... There's like only been one Samoan world, world championship. Of being like a Saiyan in Dragon Ball Z. You know, the more beatings they take, the more powerful they become. Should do that. He'd totally be Brawly. Most likely. Fuck Brock, he'd be Brawly. I don't know, man. I can't wait to see those two throw down. Yeah, I think Roman might win by DQ. I'm gonna reserve that there. Okay. I'm just saying, Miz. First Dolph. Flyzy title. Miz. Poor Dolph. Hey, man. The guy's got a job. Like, I, I know the feud's going on. It, it's just not prominent at all. He's such a great worker, is the thing. He can work. He'll always have a place that he can work. We agreed on everything so far. It's weird, right? Last match. Lumberjack match. I know. Do I need to say again how much I hate that stipulation? I know. And your, my pick might shock you. Going... Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm going with Seth Rollins. Because who picks the Lumberjacks? Granted, they've beaten everybody up. So they got something against either one. But it, it could be but that. he's no. the authority guy. Do you really want to fuck around with the authority's guy? Dean, Dean outsmarted him once. Maybe. Dean will say... Oh, nice lumberjacks you got. These are my guys. Mm. Alright, I'm still going with Seth Rollins, though. I think this will be the, uh, oh, what do they call it? The fuck, uh, This won't be the last of these two guys. Not, not the rubber match, no. Um, swing State. Mm. This is going to be the swing match. You're going with Dean Ambrose. Go, my boy. Whoa. I believe in my boy. Whoa. Alright. So, we agree all the way down except for that match. To summarize, we both got Brock. I'm retaining that Brock will win either at SummerSlam or the night before. I'm saying win the title, specifically. Uh, the night before? You're going to win on a Saturday? Yes. <laughs> Saturday night's main event? Yes. <laughs> all right. Dude, I'm going on a fucking toga party Saturday night. Fuck that shit. Oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> I've never been to one of those before. I've been to one. It was a fucking wreck. Anyway. Um, that, I don't imagine as good as being a toga party, like, as a single person. Again, another test to see who's listening. Yeah, I was I was in, I was in a relationship then, too. Yeah, I've never been. So, might be my next life. Or I have been. In another universe. Or maybe you were just Greek in a previous life, and it was... All the fucking time. It's like, hey, let's let's have a party and wear our clothes. They're togas. And I've, I had a lot of parties. <laughs> Hence my seclusion. If they're previous lives, we were totally bros in previous lives, too. We are. We had to have been always bros. That's right. Hear that pound? There we yeah. go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like when um, Show and Mark Henry pounded. Oh yeah, yeah. And Mark Henry sold it. All right, so um, oh, so you were selling, or you were legit hurt? I was selling. Okay, good. So we both agree on Bray over Jericho. We both agree on Bree over Steph, with the option to change on any of these in particular. Uh, but this one in particular, if a stipulation comes into play. Yeah, those shore lights of you throw their fucking wrench at the fucking rocks, cocksuckers. I say that with love. <laughs> I'm looking at Swagger vs. Rusev again, though. Okay. I, who are they, like, who are they building? I think in building up Swagger, I think it's a, well, he lost at the last pay-per-view by count-out, so he got knocked out. Will he win now? I don't know. Alright. <laughs> I'm keeping my pick. We both got swagger. Um, I'm saying AJ retains by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that one's different also. You have Paige with shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both got Roman Reigns over Randy. I'm speculating that that might be by DQ. 
We both have Miz over Dolph. They're both awesome. But it's in his gimmick that he's awesome. So. No, but... Yeah, but they are both awesome. It is true. And I got Ambrose, you got Rollins. Can you believe that you... That we're both in agreement that The Miz is awesome? Because yeah. he didn't always feel that way. Oh, absolutely. But, but if you remember, I said this is years ago. This is um, like when he was teaming with John Morrison. I had said that Miz is the most improved wrestler for the, of the year. That's true. You did Way say back that. then. You did say that. That is awesome. Yeah. It's got to be good. He's got a really good moveset. His moveset makes sense. Give him at least 15 minutes. Please, yeah. Let Dolph work his magic on him. So that's our predictions. That's, that's how we have it booked. That's right. I think we covered what we covered. We did pretty good. Considering about 30 minutes less <laughs> than before. Did you want to say something about NXT that we just watched a little bit of? Oh, yeah. Um, I like the, uh, the VOD villains. The VOD villains. Oh, man. Uh, they... Aiden English and something gotch. Some other guy. Yeah, they, they change. I like, I like intros that change, like, the picture. Like, it was all black and white, because they're, like, old school, like... Vaudeville? There you go. <laughs> the wrestling guys, and that was really cool. I, I I want them to go into the main roster that way. Their move sets are old school, too. It's pretty cool. They, they look like, you, you said this before, they, they look like the old school strongmen. Yes, which is fantastic. Which is how wrestling started. Yeah. So that was cool. But the, the thing that bugged me... Was, uh, there was a match, uh, between Bailey and, uh, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And I'm wa- we're watching it on the WWE Network, $9.99. $9.99. Why is there a fucking commercial in the middle of a match? It was a WWE Network commercial. I don't care. I already paid for this shit. I don't need a fucking commercial. I hear you. Actually, they they have some viewers that only pay monthly. Really? Yeah, but it costs more. It's just dumb. Don't do that shit. Take those fucking commercials out. Or I'll kick your fucking teeth in. And by kick your teeth in, talk more shit. <laughs> uh, I say if you're going to have commercials, don't put it in the middle of a match. I mean... I saw it online, and I tried to, you know, I agreed with it, so I promoted it a little bit. The whole, that I, so I understand your whole concept of hashtag floor to commercial, where Russell gets knocked down to the floor, and says, and SmackDown returns, and... Right after this! Yeah. And, like, you show shit on WWE app, which I don't, I'm trying to watch. Well, can I watch TV? During commercials, I want to play on my fucking computer. Yeah, I guess. It's a commercial break. I'm going to take a break from my wrestling for a moment to play my Facebook games. Give me, like, those two minutes. Uh, for me, I spend a lot of time on my face and my mobile devices. I just want to watch my TV. Yeah. I got this nice size TV I like to watch. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it on a stupid fucking app. Uh, no offense, but fuck your app. <laughs> Like, I'll do, I'll do the quizzes on the app. Sure. I like that. You can look at the tweets. Look the tweets. Looking for my tweets. No, my tweet. I look for my tweets. Yeah. Have you had to find one? Yeah. They're, they're scared of us. That's what, that's, we're too real for them. I was gonna fucking say that. <laughs> too, too fucking real. real. That's right. <laughs> Bring it real. Bring it real. I just want to bring it real right now. Don't take people for granted. Because... Fuck. We're like not immortals. We're not immortal like Hulk Hogan. He's not he's, he's not really he's immortal, not, not immortal, is he? No. We're not immortal like uh the icon status of Hulk Hogan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know. We're the not. legacy. Yeah, of we're Hulk just Hogan. We're here. And then we're not here. So fucking do something. 
Fucking. May I now? Sure. Yeah. What are you doing? Explain what this is about. All right. You can. I'm gonna. All right. The reason for Jerry's introspection here is the basement bookers had a loss in the family this week. Our director, Never the Cat, unfortunately is no longer with us. Um, it was pretty sudden, pretty quick. She had been sick for a couple weeks, but the diagnosis wasn't good, and then it just happened really quick, yesterday even. And we are both coping, and we want you, if you have a pet or any other kind of family member, because pets are family. Pets are definitely family. Appreciate them, tell them you love them, and be well. Be good to each other. Yeah, man. You know, because they don't, they don't last long, you know, they don't last as long as we do. And you think they're going to be around forever because you're just so used to them being around. That's just not. So That's the podcast. There you go. Um, enjoy, enjoy the pay-per-view. Um, and on a lighter note, you're still fucking here. <laughs> still listening. Thank yeah. you. We, we appreciate that. We love that. Give us some feedback somewhere. Yeah, subscribe <laughs> on the Stitcher and on iTunes, so you can just it'll just show up. Rate us, shit, you know. Uh, rate us. Follow the bookers. Follow the bookers at Basement Bookers at Rich Riz, at Basement Jer. Um, hashtag SummerSlam this Sunday. Enjoy the pay per view on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. Na 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 na